Hello, welcome to Dying to Talk. I'm Buddy Feneff, a fourth generation funeral director in New Hampshire and the owner of Feneff Funeral Homes and Crematorium and the founder of the Cremation Society of New Hampshire. My co-hosts today are Mandy Damaris and Madison Smith, both longtime funeral directors with our firm. Hello, I'm Mandy. Thanks for joining us on Dying to Talk. Hi, I'm Madison. We're excited to discuss some frequently asked questions about the funeral industry. Dying to Talk is a lighthearted and upbeat discussion of those topics no one really wants to talk about. Each episode, we will choose a subject that is related to funeral service, the cremation process, or death and dying. Today, our topic, um, we're going to be discussing mortuary schools and mortuary programs and education and what it takes to become a licensed in Bomber and Licensed Funeral Director in the state of New Hampshire. Um, our guest this morning is Kevin Cook. He is the Executive Vice President of Funeral Institute of the Northeast, um, also referred to as Fine Mortuary College, based out of Norwood, Massachusetts. So ladies, both of you, I know Mandy, you went to Fine Mortuary yes. College, right? Mm-hmm. In Madison, did you I go there? Did as you well. did as well. So you're both alum. Yes, yes, this you're not is wearing our alma your, mater. Alma mater, okay. Mm-hmm. You're not wearing your, you're not wearing our any colors. logo wear. Yeah, no? well, I mean, I really enjoyed all the, you know, the, the football games. And <laughs> were you in the band there? <laughs> yes, I've I always was a been in the band. <laughs> <laughs> the joke being that this is not a large college; it is a very small private college. So very there's sp- no football team. Obviously, very specialized. <laughs> very specialized. specialized. Yes, so. every course is geared specifically toward funeral service. Um, you know, their chemistry classes, embalming chemistry, their business courses are funeral service business. So it's it's a highly highly specialized school. Right. Hi, Kevin. Welcome to Dying to Talk. Thank you. Thanks Thank you for, for the invitation. Thanks for coming this morning. So this it's a it's a for-profit institution, correct? Correct. Okay. Yes. So, um, so would it be considered, I mean, is it more like a, a trade pro? It's different than when I was back in years ago. Yeah, it's a, a career college. Career college, a, okay. It's a trade. It's a skilled trade, yeah. as you guys know. I mean, with the embalming and right. all this stuff. And right. it's kind of a mix between a business and a, a, a skilled trade. Okay. And can people, um, is it? Traditional can can you get um traditional funding through various loans and grants and yeah there's and, we're we're um, accredited to uh, distribute Title IV funding okay through the the uh, federal government so there's uh, loans and Pell grants and we have a internal scholarship um, in conjunction with the federal government so there's different ways of getting funding okay now I'm gonna ask this this is an off the wall question and it probably never been asked before but. In my old days, I used to work for a consulting firm, and one of the things that we did, our, one of our part of our consulting, is we actually managed um, and and did risk assessment for student loan organizations and funders for managing default risks on bonds. And I grew up in the funeral business, and we used to look, and I used to always look to see if we saw any mortuary programs. Very low. I mean, extreme. I mean, different than, and I'm not saying it's in the same category, but some of the other trade programs and hairdressing and cosmetology, huge default rates. But when I looked, yeah. I used to go through the list of the, the portfolios and see if I saw a mortuary because this is, I grew up in the funeral business. And um, so is, is, it, is that in your experience too? I mean, very yes. low. It's, um, our default rate is about 10%. Okay. You know, Which is, it's always a surprise when you see somebody you know and you're like, hmm, wonder what happened there. Because, yeah. you know, it's an industry that, um, as you guys know, it's a shortage of funeral directors. Absolutely. You know, and so you're constantly looking. So it's pretty much everybody gets employed, you know, if they want to be employed. Yes. You know, and if they're employed, then usually they're paying back their loans. So right. that's, that's always been 
you know, our, our experience with it. And, uh, you're right. There's other programs that aren't so, aren't so lucky. Right. Um, and it's all measured by the U S government. Mm-hmm. Um, the department of, uh, education mm-hmm. is the overseer of all that. And they, that's why the schools, one of the, um, things they test the schools on default rates and making sure that we're not just bringing anybody in and then just they're, the they're the disappearing in. Right. Yeah. And then right. they're not paying their loans back right. as a taxpayer. We should be probably yeah. happy about that. Yeah. How large is your student body right now? About ninety students. Wow, is that that's your largest? Um, yes, yeah, probably the largest in the school. Uh, when we purchased the school, there were sixty-eight students. So we've slowly but surely. So in ninety in total, or ninety new enrollees? Ninety in total. Ninety in total. Well, about twenty new enrollees in the okay. fall. Okay. Right. What do you think that bump is due to? Um, I think some of it is the the industry people are recognizing that they can get jobs and pay back their loans and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that and they get paid decently. Um, some of it is um, I think that a lot more there's a lot more females in it than mm-hmm. ever been as, as you two ladies know. Um, we have a sixty percent um, females in our school and nationwide in all the mortuary schools it's about sixty percent. Wow. We yeah. just, um, we actually just had a, 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 um, a job opening and we've been interviewing. We, we've hired people, two people to, um, that have graduated from, from fine, by the way. Um, but we probably received 30 to 35 resumes from people that were applying for the job and 26 were women. Yeah. So, I mean, I would, I would, I mean, my thought would have been there'd be more than, than six. It seems like more and more women and a lot of it has to do with second careers they might have been in social work they might have been in some sort of caregiving capacity and they yep. just Nursing, felt this calling there are a lot of yep. nurses end up yep. coming calling to funeral service it is it's it's funny to see the flip that it's the the profession has gone through from being you know the good old boy kind of yeah. you know the your older gentlemen who are funeral directors and now it's the the, the field is saturated with women. It's just, it's all women. When I was in school, it was mostly women. I think Madison Absolutely. said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that that role of caregiver is starting to be recognized in this profession. So, and, and women are good at that. And women are, are, are stereotypically, yeah, stereotypically better empathy, yes. <laughs> empathy sympathy mm-hmm. than the males typically are. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to talk business, they'll talk to the male. But if they want to, you know, cry and shoulder and have someone talk to them, <laughs> women are just better oh, at it than men. So have you been able to affect any changes um, to the school since you became dean? Yeah, we've done a, we've done a lot of uh, changes in, in regards to um, the physical outlook of the school. We, obviously, we changed our logo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very the school's pretty, school's been way. all nice. redone internally uh, mm-hmm. with new carpets and painting and furniture and all that stuff to make it more um, what we consider student-centric. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more it's more of a focus on the students, and it's a good experience. I mean, you want to have college as a good experience. Anyone who's been through college, usually that's one of the best times of their lives, or at least they perceive <laughs> that. Um, so we've done a lot of that, a lot of, you know, updating, you know, policies and procedures and, you know, making sure that, uh, you know, we want people to learn and graduate and get mm-hmm. on with their lives. So when, when you graduate from a, a mortuary program, it is a, it's a two-year associate's degree? It's a two-year associate's degree. Uh, most people take about 
24 to 30 months. There's a few people that just have nothing else to do, I guess, yeah. and they only take 18 months. Overachievers. Uh, that was, that <laughs> Overachievers. Was, me. Was, that was that you? Me. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I packed my schedule so that I could be done as quick as possible. Yeah, you know, yeah. and yeah. some people can. And other people, you know, they got jobs and right. families, they especially it's a second career. Yeah. You know, they've already started their families and stuff. So we don't have a lot of traditional 18 to 24-year-olds. Mm -hmm. Most of ours are between the ages of 25 and 45. Mm -hmm. We have a few pushing 60. They have... Excited yeah. to go back in. Yeah. They've retired from whatever career they retired from and wanted to do something else. So how competitive, I don't necessarily mean competitive to get into the school, but the other way around, how many mortuary schools are there and what does fine, I mean, what are sort of the, 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 the tugs to say you should go to this program versus this program if I'm a student? Yeah, well, in New England, there's um, three. There's okay. one in Ma another one in Massachusetts, mm -hmm. which is uh, right outside of Boston. There's one outside of Hartford, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And nationwide, there's only 60 programs. Either either they're um, standalone programs like ourselves, or they're part of a college. Some are affiliated yeah, with a affiliated with the college with universities university. and stuff yeah. like that. Um, you know, the big the big pull for fine is you know we are focused on just we're a single discipline, so we're focused on funeral directing and mortuary science. Um, we have one of the best passing rates of the national board in the country. Um, the national average in 2014, I believe, was 73% nationally. Ours was 93, mm, passing wow. on the first time. So that, that you know, if, if you're serious about the whole mortuary science and you want to, you know, get into the profession quickly, you know, you want to be so, able to pass that board right away. So go through, and I know I know each, each state, you know, and we're in New Hampshire, so maybe you can address that, but in each state, laws vary. But what's the... What is sort of the path? Someone says, I want to work in funeral service. I want to be a funeral director. Some people think, oh, I can just, you know, take a class and take an exam, and now I'm a funeral director. Um, so can you sort of go through, yes, because yeah. pe once people get through the mortuary program, that's just really just the tip of the iceberg. What's, what's interesting is that we're in Massachusetts, and uh, Massachusetts has probably got some of the toughest laws in regards to funeral directors in the whole nation. So what I've been told, if you can get through Massachusetts, you can get a job in any of the other right. states. And every state varies with their rules and regulations. Uh, I believe New Hampshire and Massachusetts. They're, they're pretty Maine, much the same. Yeah. Pretty much the same. And it's you know, 50 embalmings before you get your license, stuff like that. But you can go out to Colorado and you don't need a degree or right. anything. Yeah. You know, so I, I joke with people. I said, yeah, you can go to Colorado, be a funeral director, sell your marijuana. It's all good <laughs> all at the same time. You know? It's two careers. It's always, yeah, so it's, it's, every state's a lot different. Um, some states are pushing now for a four-year degree. Mm -hmm. um, and stuff so it's uh, you know it depends on what you want to do most of our students are from the New England area I mean we have a few in odd you know we had one from Oregon one from Iowa one from California I came from Kansas for your program Kansas there I came from Kansas <laughs> you really came yes. here from Kansas for school? yeah really? I did yeah <laughs> that's great so you know you, you get that but you know and, and most of the people go back to where they came from Except obviously, Except Madison. Right. No, we're keeping her. She, she got her. <laughs> we have claimed her. Yeah, so it's it's a wide variety. And do you assist the students, helping them to find an apprenticeship or um, those embalmings that they need for their yeah, license? Yeah, we, we have uh, uh, for the embalmings and through their clinical programs, as you guys know, that we have clinical sites in the area to help everybody out. Um, we've been in contact with all the, you know, the funeral directors that we know. Um, that anybody needs a job, we can put it on our website. We post it in the school. You know, anything we can do to help them get them going. Actually, we want to get them going before they get to graduation. We want everybody to kind of it'd be easier if they're all working beforehand to get experience 
you know, sometimes you get people that just, you know, they're working at a restaurant, so they don't want to lose the tip money or whatever, you know, and they're like, if you're really going to work in this profession, you need to get in to a funeral home somewhere. Yeah, and you got to so, get in right away. So we, 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 we start going through the process, teach them how to do their resumes and dress and, uh, you know, any uh, artwork they have on their body they can't really be showing, you know, uh, all the piercings and all that stuff got to go away. Such yeah. a hot debate right <laughs> yeah. now. Right. You, know, um, you know, we tell them right in the beginning, this is a very professional industry and everybody dresses professionally all the time. So you can't go knocking on someone's door in your flip-flops and shorts and say, hey, I'm looking for a job. I said, you'll never get past the rental. We've had some of those people come to our yes, front door. Yes, we have. That's the first, during orientation, we had this conversation with everybody. Mm-hmm. We had one gentleman who had really long hair and the earrings, and I just said, you know, I'm all for your individualism, but you'll never get a job. And on, and on the flip side, um, and, and maybe you tell your students this, but if not, you should, is they don't have to dress black in down. We've had so many people that have come in that they're just, everything's in black, everything is sad. And so, I mean, we're, yes, we're in the death care industry, but you don't have to necessarily dress that way every single day you come to work. You right. can wear. You know, I get so many more compliments when I wear like a pink sweater and a, and a you know, spring colored dress than I yeah. do ever when I wear black. Right. You know, family just saying it's so nice to, to come in and not feel like it's heavy and stiff and, and formal. And yeah. yeah. It, and and it we're lucky because we have nice. a lot of students yeah. who are working in funeral homes and they'll come in dressed in, you know, dressed up and they'll have different ties on and it won't always be this right. glum, you know, yeah. oh my God, the world's ending type right. thing, you know. Now, you said this is a second career for, for, for many people. So how about someone like a, a nurse or someone that may have already gone to college and have a two or four year degree? Do they have, is it the same, I mean, do some of their, some of their classes? Some of their, depending on what they did, um, uh, they will transfer, the credits will transfer. Mm -hmm. Um, What's interesting is um, the nurses are trying to save people and we're way past that point, you know, so it's a little bit different with the anatomy and stuff, Um, but some of their classes will be transferable, definitely. Okay. What's, um... What's the average cost to get a degree? I mean, that's important. You're going to researching a career in funeral service. What is it going to cost you? Um, our our cost right now, a two year degree is like forty seven thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, that includes all your books. There's no extra f- magical fees somewhere down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have two children in college, and they say, "Here's your tuition," and then I got another thousands of dollars in fees mm-hmm. on top of it. We don't have any of that. It's just. One price, you pay the price for the class. It's, everything's included. The but then there's room and board. So it's it's not, you know, it's an investment. It's not something, yeah. eh, I feel like waking up one day and, you know, maybe I'll try it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a it's lot of money. It's an investment, yeah. yeah. Definitely. What's a lot of money. Um, Definitely. Do we know what the average um, funerals, uh, funeral director wage is right now? Like nationally so or even in New Hampshire? I read nationally. Um, this is about six, eight months ago. The uh, they, There is an article by... Um, either Forbes or Fortune, I can't remember one of them, they talked about the top nine jobs. I don't know where they came up with nine, but nine jobs. <laughs> a good number. With an associate's degree mm-hmm. that you can get. 
and uh, funeral director was number four, and the average wage across the nation was sixty-eight thousand. Really? Yeah. For hmm. how hey, many? Buddy, we got to talk. Oh, I, think, <laughs> I think we're losing power. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's. But I read that same thing, and that, I, yeah. I believe that was for a fifteen-year, ten to fifteen-year. I mean, not coming coming out of school. No, not coming out. Coming, but the average wage, the average. right? If you so look, they at, took if you look, everybody. if you take all the owners, you take this. You had average. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, because yeah. you know. So relax, you too. Okay? <laughs> but that makes sense. Years. Why? Yeah. Why the you know the default rate would be lower if, if you're going into right. a profession where the wage is relatively decent. Right. You're not. But gonna it's be not. Struggling it's not an industry that after ten years you're making thirty five thousand. Right. So it's it's definitely. And you're not starting yeah. off making twenty two thousand mm-hmm. dollars right. a year, right? right. You know, I mean, because you know that's where some of these people come out with their social worker degrees. Right cosmetology and stuff like that makes it a little more difficult when you have 57,000. So the you said there's 50 odd programs throughout the country. Is there some continuity of cur- curriculum? In other words, is uh Yes. is you know, if I go to fine versus somewhere out yeah. on the West Coast, is it the same course load or They're all accredited by the uh, American Board of Funeral Service Education, mm-hmm. ABFSE, which is out of New Jersey now. They just moved to New Jersey. So they set their basic curriculum, and then we have to abide by that. We get, you know, audited by them also. Um, and all the 60 programs have the same curriculum. So then they can enhance it with different things, you know, different uh, to increase it, but everybody has the base. As a basis. What about the educators at Fine? Are they, do they receive any special training or? Are they licensed um, all are All are have uh, at least a bachelor's degree, which is required by the state of Massachusetts. Uh, seven of them have a master's or higher degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have five funeral directors on staff that teach classes. Um, so, yeah, everybody's highly educated. Hmm. And some of them got lots of letters after their names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a very good question. I forgot what it was. Must have been a it real doozy. <laughs> How does somebody enroll? Uh, you can enroll online. You mm-hmm. can go to our website, which is fmc.edu, or you can you know call and come in and have a visit tour of the school, and then we sit down and go through you know how everything works and how financial aid works and all that stuff. So I did remember my, my one question. It's the last question. So how and it gets back to the curriculum. So I remember when I was in mortuary school, I long, mean, long, long, long time ago. Yeah. You know, everyone was in bombs, so there was a lot of st- stress on the embalming courses, the pathology. Well. Fast forward now, however many years, and you know cremation rates are 60, 70, 80 percent in some yep. states. Has the curriculum um, changed at all, sort of to keep up with the embalming? because I know we have to. I mean, we're we're you know we're we're an embalming site for for fine and, and yes. another program that I won't mention, um, <laughs> and they're coming in and doing the embalming. But in the back of my mind, I'm saying it's interesting. Why wouldn't they be coming to? observe the cremation process and understand what, because 70% of what they're going to be doing will yeah. involve cremation. Right, and you know, from, from our view, we're starting to get more information on cremation and starting to add them to different classes. But really driving that mm-hmm. is the state licensures because they're still asking for 50 embalmings, right. which is getting tougher and tougher, I would think. You know, and the state hasn't changed their tune, so everybody's still focused on that, that requirement. Right. Uh, and at the end of the day, you're trying to, to get change. people employed and licensed in various states. And if the state requires that, right. then you need yeah. to follow yeah. that. Yeah, but we do have we do we are starting to have more cremation information out there because, okay. as as you know, it's getting pretty high. It's, it is high. Yeah, <laughs> high. we've we've had multiple shows on cremation and options and laws and regulations and interesting things yeah. people are doing with cremated remains. So. Yeah.
So to reminisce a little oh, bit about your own college. Brought me back. Were you in a sorority down. there? Or? Yes, yes. Yes. I was. Uh, yeah. We, I actually hazed Madison. So yeah, it was interesting. Did you, you two didn't know it because you you graduated before. Yeah. Just like, in just passing. a little overlap. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Madison remembers me. I don't remember her. Yeah. Well. Very forgettable. <laughs> no, I was just a stuck-up snob. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on another informative episode of Dying to Talk. I definitely learned a lot. If our listeners have any questions about funerals or cremations, either in New Hampshire or Vermont. I'm happy to answer them. Just email me at buddy at finef.net. That's buddy at P-H-A-N-E-U-F.net. Or call me on my direct line at 603-625-5778. Our contact information is in the show notes of this episode too.